the best thing that you can really bring to the table is you, like the most confident version of yourself. Welcome to Hey Awesome Girl. I'm your host, Tibby Jones. I'm founder and CEO of the seven-figure company, Hey Awesome Girl. I'm dog mom to Olivia, the cutest little dog on the planet. And it is my mission to empower the most marginalized, celebrate women, all women, and amplify BIPOC and queer voices. Every week, we interview amazing bosses from every walk of life to discover how we as a community can increase our confidence, close racial and gender wealth gaps, and provide a means of true freedom for all girls around the world. Today, you'll meet Latanya Williams, who is a Canadian actor based out of Vancouver, who has over 50 credits in film and television. She is best known for her work in Lifetime's hit Christmas trilogy, Merry Little Christmas, Merry Little Christmas Wedding, and Merry Little Christmas Baby. My faves, anyone who knows me knows those are my jam. You may have also seen her in a plethora of sweet Hallmark movies or recurring on Netflix's Travelers or popping up in Always Be My Maybe. Latanya is a confident, fun-loving, and passionate woman with her heart set on igniting existential change and creating heaven on earth. That's Olivia making noise. <laughs> this is a really great episode. I know you'll love it. We talk about confidence, showing up as yourself, finding your purpose in life, and so much more. Get ready to be inspired. Hi, Latanya. Welcome to the show. Hello, Tibby. Pleasure to be here. Yay. Thank you so much for joining me today. I reached out to you because... I was really drawn to your work. There's something about your spirit. But for people who don't know who you are, just tell tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do. All right. Well, I am Latanya Williams. I am an actor. I'm based out of Vancouver. I do a lot of work in Hallmark movies, in Lifetime movies. If you've seen me acting, it's probably in the Merry Little Christmas series where I play sisters with Kelly Rowland and Brisha Webb and our mamas Debbie Morgan and a bunch of other wonderful amazing characters from both LA and Vancouver and there's so much to say what else could I say that's my career background yeah I mean what else do you want to say do you want to share any other parts of who you are I mean how far back would you like to go (laughs) (laughs) well um you know, I, I, I was a science girl. I went to university. I studied molecular biology and biochemistry. Uh, I... <laughs> hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. So she's smart. That's, you know, I, I played all kinds of sports in high school, but it was academics that brought me to university. I ended up on, like, academic scholarships and was really into science back then, really wanted yeah. to figure out exactly how the human body worked at a very – teeny tiny level so that's mm. what I did and then <laughs> and then I, tur- I ended up picking up a, a business major halfway through because I really wanted to become a dermatologist but do you know how long it takes to become a dermatologist I don't is it like pretty 15 rigorous? years like Holy a long time you got to do your undergrad you got to do med school and you also do have to do specialist school and all of that it's like about almost 15 years 
So, wow. yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I really wanted to be a dermatologist because when I was a kid, I had terrible skin, really, really bad skin. So I wanted oh, to help wow. kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, with bad skin, but mm-hmm. it didn't work out that way. I figured there's gotta be another better, there's gotta be another way I can spread joy and love in this world. And this is where I ended up. How did you, um, so as you were talking, of course mm-hmm. my mind, at least is how my mind works. Like I start making connections. I'm like, oh, she was studying the human body. Now she does acting, which is a reflection of the human experience. So there's a connection there, <laughs> but that's, that's how yeah. my brain works. Oh yeah. I see. But, yeah. That matrix is flowing. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> how did you get started uh, with acting? Well, it was actually in my last year of university. So as I mentioned, I ended up switching course halfway through. Well, not switching course because I did finish the science degree, but I also picked up a business major as well because I thought, Mm -hmm. well, I'm going to meld the two. I'll be a pharmaceutical sales rep. That was my big idea, Mm -hmm. right? And then um, it ended up not being really something for me because I started sort of diving into, like I started learning about kind of how unethical some of the pharmaceutical industry Mm -hmm. and some of the pharmaceutical Mm -hmm. business can be. So it really wasn't aligned with who I am. So Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do and I couldn't find a summer job and I ended up doing extra work like on on some movie sets, background Uh work. So I ended up on a movie set and I had always wanted to be an actor when I was a kid and my parents would just never let me. They would not let me. And, you know, I'm glad they didn't because, you know, I ended up being, I get, I got to be the well-rounded person that I am today. But mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I really, really wanted to be an actor. So when I found myself on that movie set, it just uh-huh. like started igniting that passion that I kind of mm. must have, I had suppressed over the years. Mm-hmm. Cause back mm-hmm. in elementary school, the first, play that I ever was in was called King Nebuchadnezzar. It was absolutely hilarious because I, being the person I was, was like, well, I'm going for the lead role, which happened to be <laughs> King Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I played a man and that was my first role. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I was like, nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna stop me. I don't care if it's a guy's role. I want the biggest role and I'm just gonna kill it so that yeah. they have to give it to me. Mm-hmm. And, and they did. So, but then I, you know, went on on all the kinds of different directions in high school. And Mm -hmm. then I ended up back on that set as a background performer. And Mm. it all just sort of, the juices started flowing. And I don't know if you, have you ever been on, have you ever done extra work or background work? You've worked in film. No, No? not in that way. I was the marketing person behind the scenes. (laughs) Gotcha. Well, (laughs) sometimes they don't treat the extras that well. Sometimes, you know, like sometimes it's like, cause I, you know, TV, it's such a high stress environment sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that, that stress can really trickle down in the background. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the last people that really ends up taking the brunt of it sometimes. So I just remember looking at the principal actor and being like, I just want to be that girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I finished my degree and that's what I did. I was like, I I really actually want to be that girl. So I, got an agent after university mm-hmm. and I got myself a serving job so that I could work nights and audition during the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's how I got my start. I had wow. zero experience. 
That is, first of all, that's amazing. So my younger sister is an actress. She was mm-hmm. on season one of the show. She's been in several things. She lives in Atlanta. She was a uh, regular on an NBC show uh, last cool. year. Um, and so I, uh, thank you on her behalf. <laughs> um, I always admire that craft because it really is a craft and I'm curious to know, like, were there certain things that you wish you knew when you first started that you know now? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, like, there's because when you're learning, uh, you want you get into these acting classes and you really start mm-hmm. trying to impress the teacher or mm-hmm. impress when you get into that casting director situation. You really want to impress them. And there's a lot of, you almost lose yourself at the very beginning as an actor Mm. because you forget that the best thing that you can really bring to the table is you, like the Mm. most confident version of yourself. That's Mm -hmm. not at all trying to be something else, even though you are, yes, creating a character. But I mean, I really just inject me into all of Mm. my characters instead of Mm. trying to create this facade of something that I'm, that's not authentic to me. Because I think for me anyways, not being a, like an extremely, like I'm not playing the Joker or anything. So it's just been so much more beneficial Mm -hmm. to find that confidence within myself and not be constantly looking outside of myself for approval and mm-hmm. other people, like like my teachers and casting directors, and and having that determine how I felt about myself and the confidence that I brought to the table. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I so that really resonates with me for two reasons. One, as someone who uh, is a recipient of your craft, love the Merry Little Christmas series. I'll admit, I was watching Trina on the screen, you portraying Trina, and I'm like, I feel her. She's a middle child. She's always the responsible one. Like, of course, the middle <laughs> child in me is like rearing up. Girl, so, I hear you. I'm a middle child. <laughs> it came across. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it definitely came across. Uh, and then the yeah. second thing for me as a marketing communications professional, I know that I, mostly we work mostly work with brands, sometimes, you know, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, et cetera. But the best marketing positioning is when you take who you naturally are and share that with the world. Like that's your secret sauce. That's the key mm-hmm. to standing out and really making an impact as a brand is being your authentic self. So yes. love, 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 love what you said and, and very happy to to hear that you you bring that into the work that you do. Yeah, I mean, it's been a journey. We got yeah. there, though. Yeah. Oh, that's important. Well, let, let's, mm-hmm. let's talk about that journey a little bit. What have been some of the biggest wins of your career, and what did you learn from them? Uh, some of the biggest wins, I mean, booking Merry Little Christmas was a really big win, for sure. Just because, I mean, Kelly Rowland... You want to know what's so funny? When I was a kid, and I don't know if that's because I grew up in Vancouver where there's not a ton of black people, but when I was a kid, people told me that I looked like Kelly Rowland. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. But uh-huh. it's just really funny that I grew up mm-hmm. to play her sister. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, right? And I mean, I've always looked up to like I mean, Destiny's Child was yeah, everything iconic. when I was a kid. So, not even a kid. I was I'm not that much younger than her. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I they were just everything. So, it was yeah. a really it was a huge it was a really big highlight for mm. me and um what are some of the other highs? I mean, just starting to book supporting leads and starting to put, mm. book those re- leads consistently. Mm-hmm. That was like leveling up in my career, right? Because like I've yeah. always been quite busy and I've been on a lot of shows, but like getting to that level and being able to trust in that consistency. And then, you know, when the audition comes across my table, I'm like, oh, I know I can book this. Like, yeah, it's 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 been nice to develop that level of confidence in myself. And, and that trust mm-hmm. in, in my ability and to be a successful actress yeah. and a working actress. Cause that's, that, that can, if you're not booking consistently, that can lead to a lot of insecurities, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I always knew that there's going to be something around the corner. So that's definitely been a, a positive for me. Cause not all actors really can say that. Yeah. I want to dig into that. Like, how do you maintain that confidence? I mean, I've got a pretty good track record, so yeah. I <laughs> right. that. But the like, evidence I mean, shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like, I mean, aside from that, because that's, I mean, I say that, but there's been large portions of time where you don't book anything, and yes, mm. it does take a level of just confidence in. And I think what it is is that, especially recently, I have interests in other things, and. I'm not just singularly focused mm. all the time mm-hmm. just on acting. Right. So that allows me to not not even just for money, but like for just having other passions mm-hmm. has allowed me mm-hmm. to just not really sit into that energy mm-hmm. of, ooh, it's been a long time. Like yeah. I don't really dwell in that energy because I've got mm-hmm. I've got so much other things going on that Yeah. You know, it all just sort of it work it works out, and then it takes it, and you do need to look at those limiting thoughts and beliefs. And I mm, do a lot of mm-hmm. writing to mm, face mm-hmm. those thoughts, see where they're coming from. I also work with this uh, this software called TechnoTutor, where it, it's enabled mm. me to once I've sort of deprogrammed my my thoughts with my writing, I'm able to like reprogram myself with thoughts that really do serve me and mm. integrate those thoughts into my physical body so it's like it becomes like second nature and it becomes automated i would love to learn more about that tell me about the software how did you discover it all of that well i started working with it because my dad actually started this company and i've been using it for years now to learn my lines, Mm. but I never really started using it from a self-help personal development standpoint. Mm -hmm. Cause I was, my dad's telling me that I can, I can use the software. It's going to be great. I mean, there's people all over the world that have been using the software that have had amazing results, but I'm, Uh you know, it's my dad. So I'm just like, okay, dad, cool. (laughs) (laughs) My dad's watching this like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Right. So I booked Merry Little Christmas and it kind of unearthed some like kind of really deep rooted insecurities within me mm. because all of a sudden I've always been a very confident person, Yeah. but now I'm in the room 
with the likes of Kelly Rowland uh-huh. and Brisha Webb uh-huh. and Debbie Morgan. Uh-huh. And I got to make sure that I'm showing up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and everybody has those little thoughts like, am I enough? Like, yeah. will, do I measure up? And mm. so that is what sort of sent me down this, like, I need to find a way to deal with those insecurities. Mm-hmm. And I mean, those, they, they've kind of been there all along. I just never really looked at them or had a right. reason to really like want to really quickly level up my game because I need mm-hmm. to have it now. Right. Need to have it now. <laughs> oh, we, like... got, we got to do this now o'clock. Like it's time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, love lot needed to happen yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's like, when I start. And, and I feel like it really shows it in my, in my performance throughout the years, like with between mm-hmm. the first movie and the last movie. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what I've been told from like the producers of the mm-hmm. show. Like, it's just the, the way I've, my confidence had risen precipitously throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And, and it's been like, so if we want to talk, let's talk about this, let's talk about the software. Yeah. Really, at, at the basis of it, it's it's a way to build your vocabulary. And vocabulary, when I say that, it kind of just sounds like a way of learning fancy words. But mm-hmm. vocabulary is so much more than that. It's it's your comprehension and your reasoning mm-hmm. capacity mm-hmm. and your communication efficacy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from your vocabulary flows everything that you are able to do and perceive. Right. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like the basis of our relationships, mm-hmm. right? They always say that it's all in who you know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if, you know, language is the basis of our relationships, mm. then it really ends up being, it's all in the words that you know. Mm. And not just the words that you know, but making sure that you have the right meaning associated with that word, which means that the word isn't triggering you into an emotional Mm -hmm. response. Mm -hmm. And working with this tool, it enables you to like depolarize the words. Sometimes words have like a positive or negative charge Mm -hmm. associated with them that trigger you, right? Yep. So you, mm-hmm. it, it's like a way for me that, that I've used to, to depolarize the words so that you can mm-hmm. be confident in situations. You can get rid of those trigger words. Mm-hmm. You can, I can be program in thoughts that I really want to have mm-hmm. into this, mm-hmm. into the software and then into me by physically mm-hmm. integrating into my body, it becomes automated. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really, it's been incredible. The difference that it's the impact that it's had on my life Mm. you you talked about so many things that are like good triggers for me (laughs) (laughs) so many good things um i'm really curious obviously we live on earth (laughs) you know everything's not gonna be great all the time how do you keep yourself motivated during difficult times or when you're having challenging moments I keep myself motivated by having purpose, Mm. finding that purpose in my life where I know that if I'm able to have an impact on, I mean, first of all, change myself in a positive Mm -hmm. way and then be that example of somebody who is living their highest potential, I can have an effect on other people and having that purpose kind of keeps me going, you know, and, and 
You know, I want to be able to influence other people to, you know, find that change within themselves. And then at the mm-hmm. end of the day, we need to be able to educate the next generation. That's what it right. comes down to, really. It's the kids, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that's kind of, that's been my purpose. And I want to have kids soon. So one day or soonish. Yeah. <laughs> so having that in mind, knowing that I want to educate myself in the best possible way so that I'll be able to educate them in the best possible way yeah. is kind of what keeps me going. I love that. Um, do you have any tactical advice for folks when it comes to say, what if they don't feel like they know what their purpose is? What if they suspect they know? Do you have any tips for them? To find your purpose. Well, like Mm -hmm. figure out, I think uh, one tactical advice would be to not make it so much of just about yourself because I find there's so much more purpose to be found in what you can offer to other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if there's some way that you can find to build up yourself so that you can build up others or that you can contribute to your community or contribute to your family, I think Mm that will be a lot easier for you to find a purpose but also don't lose yourself within that purpose because you need to be able to support yourself in order to be the best possible version for them yeah it's a bit of a balance absolutely i know you mentioned earlier journaling how do you use writing with your personal growth process well i've I've developed a system in my writing where i'm able to really just first of all, become aware and, and like look at and investigate and dismantle and deprogram those like very Mm. deep rooted limiting thoughts. Mm, mm -hmm. And by looking at where those thoughts might've come from and taking a look at my past and then sort of walking myself out of the child that I was and those thoughts that I had, the the thoughts that I developed while being a child Yes. and making realizations, new realizations, but Mm -hmm. then making new commitments to not allow myself to go into those thought patterns again. And then the true test is really living those commitments, right? Because those thoughts will come up again. Yeah. But you got to have developed that awareness Mm -hmm. to really Mm -hmm. live that commitment in, uh, in the present moment. Yeah. Ooh, that inner child work. It is Mm -hmm. every day. I struggle with little Tivy. Like I'm (laughs) let me let me work on her a little bit how is she showing up in this moment (laughs) (laughs) well yeah right because we kind of are we we program ourselves from a very Mm -hmm. young age and that program just starts running yep automatically in the background yep exactly until Mm -hmm. you face it until you write it out and that's why writing really really helps because in your mind it's just this like massive mm-hmm, amount mm-hmm. of thoughts and words and systems and symbols that are floating around but and you can think about so many different things at the same time right but once you write it it makes you come up with one thing one linear thought process mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it it's, it just really focuses all your energy into one thing and, and then you can really clarify your your goals and your opinions and your thoughts yeah. so, that, so i mean anybody who's a good speaker is a writer yeah so they say I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Um, So I'm in a a life coaching certification program right now. And one of the things they had us do um, as part of the program is write out 
some of the negative things that we typically only think to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I will say that exercise was so powerful for me. I've always loved journaling and writing in general, but actually seeing the negative things that I say to myself and not just thinking them like automatically on a loop, it made me like, hold up girl, like, Like, I wouldn't say this to my worst enemy. Like, and there was yes. something about seeing it written in my handwriting. It made me realize how real and insidious those words are that I'm thinking to myself more often Absolutely. than I would like to admit. Absolutely. I was going to, I was, you, you said it. I was going to be like, and don't you think how, once you see it, doesn't it just look ridiculous? Crazy. <laughs> crazy it's like what (laughs) this is not true none of this right like have i really been holding on to this for this long and thinking this about myself absolutely it's crazy it's wild like that's the thing you gotta write it out with no judgment like you can't judge yourself for saying it otherwise you won't Mm -hmm. write it right and but then you gotta look at it and Mm -hmm. be like what the Right, right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop this immediately. Like I was getting defensive for myself. Like, how dare you talk to you like this? Like- <laughs> Good, you should. <laughs> I love that. Okay, let's switch gears a little bit. I want to okay. talk about pleasure, ease, and abundance. Like that is okay. a a big thing. A hey, awesome girl. We love talking about pleasure, ease, and abundance. How are you cultivating those in your life? All right. Well, pleasure. I cultivate pleasure and and ease. I mean, all, all three at the same time or just all specifically? Whatever just, you feel called to. Whatever happens. <laughs> okay. In my life, girl, I love to cook. I, I have a ton of food sensitivities, which okay. has actually led me down this path of becoming like, I, actually, I mean, I'm a city girl, so I wasn't really cooking that much prior uh-huh to these, this, these allergies coming to the forefront, Mm -hmm. but now I cook all the time and it's, I have to be pretty creative and Mm. like make substitutions and find a way to make something taste amazing, even Mm -hmm. though it's not, doesn't have this, this, this or that. Uh And it's, I'm, I gotta say, I'm a pretty damn good cook now. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So I I love to cook. Um, I love to spin. Like mm-hmm. spin classes. You ever mm-hmm. go to spin class? Yeah. Love spin. Yeah. I love, so just like exercising. I actually do like hiking. I feel like that's a pretty faux pas thing to say. I just love to get in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I like hiking too. I mean, okay. we don't have mountains right nearby here in North Carolina, but there are right? mountains in North Carolina. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm in Vancouver, so there are mountains. There mm-hmm. are mountains everywhere. So, I mean, and in Vancouver, you can be on the beach and then 30 minutes later, you could be in a mountain. So, <laughs> I need to visit Vancouver. Let me add it to my list. You come on over. Don't live here, though. The prices are too high. Uh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> yeah, but I, I love to hit the beach. I love to get out into the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, I mean, ease comes from just sort of settling into where I'm at in my life now and, Mm. you know, be happy, like doing my writing and Mm -hmm. uh, relaxing and, you know, a little bit more calm than things were a few years ago. I'd say, I mean, before I was still, when I was working in the restaurants, I was, 
I'd say my pleasure would be found at a nightclub for mm. sure. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. Been there. Yeah. Been there? It's part of the are journey. We, are we still there, Tibby? No. <laughs> I mean <laughs> No, no, I no, I do I I do love a good dance party. Like yeah. safe like yeah. a safe space dance party, like moving your body around good friends, good energy, like no like nightclub-y type of like pressure or sort of predatory situations predatory. if that makes sense yeah it does yeah um but I, I love a good dance party now yeah yeah i mean i loved i used to hit up coachella like every single year like, really <laughs> yeah oh yeah for sure I loved... what is that like i've never been to coachella Coachella, it's just like this wonderful fairyland in the desert where like you're just running around and there's shows all day long and mm -hmm. you're just kind of dehydrated and <laughs> and just having a great, great time with your girlfriends. Like I never camped yeah. though, I could not that's I feel like that's a good way to die. Like music festival campsite i don't know how people do it but uh -uh. yeah coachella is always the vibe for me i love it <laughs> what are you looking forward to you know in the next 12 months of of life well 12 months like honestly things happen to change for me so much like you never mm -hmm. know i live a pretty like spontaneous lifestyle but finding um some pat some security or, or, or some routine in that is mm. is nice for me in the next 12 months i'll probably continue it i'll still be auditioning i've got an audition in like a couple hours actually that i gotta do but um who knows maybe we'll be filming more movies never <laughs> you know what i yeah. shouldn't say that <laughs> well I'll, i'm sure i'll be filming more movies between now and then mm -hmm. and you know just like starting to really find my voice in in with promoting real education and really starting to talk, find that sort of niche for myself will mm -hmm. be something I'm working towards in the next in the next 12 months. So yeah, awesome. hopefully get more kids working with TechnoTutor and just mm -hmm. spread the word so that, you know, we can start creating a better world. Yeah, I love that. This has been so wonderful. I've loved this talk. Where can folks find you online if they want to learn more about you? They can find me on Instagram. I'm Latanya underscore Williams. There's a link tree on there as well if you mm -hmm. did want to talk more about TechnoTutor. And there's also a link from there to all of the rest of my social media. I'm most active on Instagram, but mm. I'm starting to make a little thing on Twitter. Okay. Maybe a little bit of a thing on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. I have so enjoyed this chat. Yeah, this has been great, Tibby. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for watching this episode with LaTanya Williams. I am just jumping back on to um, give you this wrap up. So there were so many great things that I loved about this conversation with LaTanya. I love her confidence. So if you know anything about me, if you know anything about the book that I'm working on at Hey Awesome Girl about our mission, you know that we see leaning into consulting, leaning into your gifts, having a craft, having something that you're an expert on 
we see that as a path to increase your confidence. And I so love how confident Latanya is in her work, in her artistry, in who she is as a person. She also talked about showing up as yourself and the power of that, and also finding purpose in your life. All great lessons that Latanya brought to us in this episode. And so one thing I want you to think about is how can you be more confident? How can you show up more as yourself, whether that be at work or in your home or in your job or even online on social media? What are a couple things that you can do to show up more as yourself in these different arenas? Share your thoughts with us on social media. You can find us at Hey Awesome Girls. Now, if you want to learn more about Hey Awesome Girl and explore our online resources for helping you create a fun, fabulous, and free life, visit heyawesomegirl.com and sign up for email updates from us. I will, I hope, <laughs> I hope you join us for the next episode. So make sure you subscribe to wherever you prefer to watch or listen. Uh, and until next time, stay awesome. Hey Awesome You, it's Tibby. So by now you know our social mission at Hey Awesome Girl is to celebrate and empower women, especially women of color, through digital entrepreneurship in the form of consulting. Taking control and building a thriving consultancy is a viable way to increase your income and chip away at gender and racial wealth gaps. And you don't have to be perfect to get started. You just need the right tools to help you build, market, and scale your consulting business. This is why I started the Boss Squad. This is a group consulting and accountability program that gives you the power of our full service agency, the inspiration of a mentorship program, and the motivation of a coaching program all in one and for a fraction of the cost. Work with a team, our team that is 100% invested in helping you become a fun, fabulous, and free entrepreneur. Go to heyawesomegirl.com boss to join our squad.